0: Hi Han, and we are back. Welcome to Life at Your Own World Podcast. This is a podcast where we aim to entertain, to educate, to open up well meaning conversations and on the table today Should Terms of Endearments be banned? And we'll be talking about great jobs, shit jobs, and dream jobs. But firstly, Jay's here. Actually we're both here. Sorry the podcast is late, but we couldn't help it due to health and time constraints. But Jay How's your week been?
1: Eventful.
0: Eventful. You could reflect that in your tone, come on. Eventful. How's it been eventful? I mean, I know what's been going on. Well, I think I do. Tell the listener.
1: I've been learning to read music and playing a rock beat. A rock beat? Yeah, a rock beat.
0: What's a rock beat? Is it a drum beat? Well, I don't know. I don't (laughs) play the drums. I'm playing... And neither does the listener, I don't think.
1: You never know. Um, uh, No, no. Um, Playing a rock beat on
0: drums. Actual physical drums and not like a... I don't know. What do you call the the, the ones that aren't real? Electric? Yeah. Yeah, Electric drums. No, proper kit. Using
1: the snare, the hi-hat and the bass drum.
0: I don't know why you're talking like you're from Aberdeen.
1: (laughs) I was trying to enunciate the words.
0: Try again. Darling.
1: Okay, sugar muffin, honey pie. Oh no! Oh God! Please don't. Sweet pea.
0: No, no, that's what your mother calls that's you. That's your just... new one. No, sweet pea. I'm
1: calling for new one.
0: Uh, absolutely not. No, I hate that. No worries, sweet pea. Don't. It makes me Making my. It's literally making my toes curl.
1: I'm sorry, sweet pea.
0: Right. Thanks for coming into the podcast. You can go now. Right Bye. Episode's finished.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, we're getting on to terms of endearment in a bit, but, yeah, how's your week been? Why do you want to learn the drums?
1: I just want to learn an instrument, learn to read music and appreciate music more.
0: Is it easy to read music? Well, I can... Don't you struggle with ordinary reading?
1: Yes, I can. I can, actually. <laughs> I have a great one-level read. I can't even read Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus. Three Eggs and Ham, The Lorax, Cat in the Hat.
0: The Cat in the Hat?
1: Yeah. What?! The Cat in the Hat with Thing One and Thing Two.
0: What's Thing One and Thing Two?
1: The Cat in the Hat, the Lorax, and the, the Horton hears a who. Uh, are you having a stroke?
0: No. The Horton
1: hears who. What the hell? Horton hears a who. Pardon? <laughs> Horton hears a who, and not David, or not David and Hugo Horton.
0: I've literally no idea what you're talking about.
1: They're childhood about. books. Right. Green Eggs and Ham. Like Sam, I am, and three, <laughs> three eggs and ham. No green eggs,
0: green eggs and ham.
1: Yeah, it's a child's book.
0: I've never heard of it.
1: Yeah, it's got Samayam. I am. I don't like green eggs and ham.
0: I don't imagine a lot of people would like green eggs and ham.
1: Oh, well, it's a very popular, well-known. Imagine that in an omelet. It's a very popular, well-known book. It's a child, a cherished childhood book for people.
0: Yes, well, I didn't have a great childhood, so. And also, I didn't l- learn to read properly until my granddad insisted I read the newspaper. That's how I learned to read. Which paper? Probably the uh, Edinburgh Evening News.
1: Okay, not the Financial Times or the. or USA Today?
0: No. No, 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 no. You've not pronounced it properly. Audrey Forbes Hamilton says it's finance.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Financial.
0: The Financial. fin, And then she. Yeah, Financial Times Pink. Oh, yes. Finance. Finance, yes. So it's finance according to Audrey for Forbes Hamilton. Yes. And brochure according to Hyacinth Bouquet. So,
1: what's a finance brochure?
0: A finance brochure is something that isn't relevant to me because I don't have much finance.
1: Oh, yes. Finance.
0: Finance, yeah. yes. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine if there's someone listening for the first time they're like, what the hell are these two talking about? I know, they're crazy.
0: Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> so, if you are listening for the first time, we just chat about whatever's on our mind and just the garbled mess that's in our brains. So, what else have you been doing with your week, apart from banging on a drum?
1: Putting ribbons on doors at work.
0: Fascinating.
1: Yeah, just to make sure there's no, no more than one person in a changing room. Why not? And because not order to have more than one person in a changing room, or more than ten items. Why? Because it just holds up the queue, and then obviously just in case they're you know. You know what? Like they're up to something.
0: What could they possibly be up to?
1: Oh, something unseedy. Unseedy? Yeah. Or seedy. So (laughs) unseedy. Or 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 seedy, maybe.
0: Yes, well, yeah, it would be seedy. If if it was unseedy, it would be quite proper.
1: (laughs) Well, seedy then, yeah. (laughs) Something seedy, something Sherry's stomach up
0: to. Well, that could be anything. And mama's up. Um, I'm not sure about how she's a bit more proper than the other one.
1: No, I don't think it's something Sherry Stopman got up to.
0: Right, uh Well, that could be literally anything. So, yes, your work's been good. Aye. And you're going to ask me?
1: Well, how's your week been, darling? It's
0: been... eventful, sweetheart. Why? Sorry about that, injury, listener. Why? Well... Recently I've been making a full lace wig for a client. You know, every time I say client I keep it keeps I keep driving towards the sex worker thing when someone says client, especially in the UK, because you usually say customer. Yeah. And if you work in a pub and your name's Liz, it's punter.
1: Or or if you work at no, if you also work in a doctor's surgery and you're the receptionist and you're Elizabeth Donald, it's dog punter.
0: Yeah, true. Yes I've been making a full lace wig and if you listen to the podcast for the first time I'm a lace wig maker and designer and without giving away too much detail because the client is private it's been for a medical reason and you came with me today to give the like the final result to this person and it's all I work for it's all I live for it's all I I put all of my heart and soul into it and to see the look on her face because this woman, she'd gone from having over 30-inch hair to having none because she's been going through medical treatment and now she's got her own hair back. The look on her face was priceless. You saw it, didn't you?
1: I did, yeah, and I got to take a photo as well, which is nice.
0: Yeah. So that, that was that. And it's so nice to be finished that because... All the while I was making it, I was thinking: Is she going to like it? Is she going to hate it? Is it going to be made properly? Is she going to... Is it her idea of what she wants it to look like? And it was all that and more.
1: It was indeed. You've done very well.
0: Yeah. You've all, all done was very getting... well. You've all done very well. Very welly. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Grace. Yeah. So that was nice, and it's nice to. Feel a bit less stressy because you know how I was stressing about you it. You
1: were for a week even before we went to London. You were stressing it.
0: Yeah, because I've been. Well, I was meant to make it before we went to London, but something happened, and then I started making it when we got back, and it's all completely finished. And now I feel, like, not quite a, a weight's been lifted from my shoulders, but it's more the pressure's off.
1: Yeah, you feel like you can, that's a weight all I'm done with now. You can carry him other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Uh I can't think of anything else that we've done with our week other than missing doing the podcast on the Friday, so sorry about that, peeps, but it couldn't be helped. I hope you will uh, forgive us. So, anyway, getting on to this. Listener, do you think terms of endearment should be banned? Because we keep saying or, and hearing in the news and online of things don't call me darling, that's so condescending. Don't call me sweetheart. What do you think? See, in in the kind of world that I work in, and the, like the world that I'm myself with, you know, like with YouTube and things, it's mainly women that I talk to. And they like call me Han, darling, sweetheart. I love all that. It's like the camaraderie of everything. I love it. So can you imagine a world that's got all that taken out of it?
1: Doll. I don't like doll. Well, no,
0: maybe no. Doll. Or bird.
1: Bird. Or, or chick or hen. I think hen and doll, and that's a bit much, but.
0: I, Mm, yeah, well, doll. It's more a Scottish thing, alright doll?
1: And hen, that there, yeah, I don't. Oh, like hi,
0: hen. Hi, Dan. Aye.
1: That's f- a,
0: that's how some people talk in Edinburgh, by the way. We don't. it's So common.
1: No, we're 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 much worse than
0: that. <laughs> how could you be worse than that? Aye. A ken. Nah. Aye, all right, hen. You want to come here, for a bit, of scran. If anyone can <laughs> translate that, then please get in touch. At life, your own will on the insta. Yeah, but. I love all that. Do you know that? Yeah. uh, Apart from the sweet pea. Oh.
1: Well, sweet peas are a lovely endearment. It means you're sweet and you like peas.
0: Well, I'm not sweet and I don't like peas.
1: Yeah, but that's just... Well, tell mum that next time he's here.
0: Well, well, she'll hear it now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) She listens to the pod. Hi, Joanne. That's what we call her.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, Getting on to the next subject, topic, delete but unapplicable. Agenda. What's, what's your dream job, Jay? Um. Like, if qualifications and situations and money was no object, what would be your dream job? Uh. Tick, tick. Anytime uh, soon would be nice. I don't know. Just I... the first thing that comes into your head, what would you love to do?
1: Uh, take a photo of someone, like someone famous.
0: So you'd be a celebrity photographer.
1: This 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 like but really expensive, so only really take really expensive people. How do you mean? Like people who maybe charge an arm and a leg, so they don't get everyone. I only get booked every so often.
0: So they charge a head and a foot.
1: Yeah, Basically, not an arm and a leg. Yeah, a yeah, head and a foot. So yeah, so then they don't get they don't get booked very often. And I come in and tweed and like in my glass sunglasses and like just take a photo and go away again.
0: So what what kind of photographer is that called? Because you get like landscape photographers, you get portrait photographers. What is that?
1: Portrait and i probably say it gets people to set, set up the camera for me and then I just, all I need to do is snap thing and
0: that's it. And that's your idea of a dream job?
1: Aye, it's easy. No, I would, I would love to do photography or love to do genealogy properly.
0: Genealogy—that's a good job. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been doing ours, recent—well, not recently—for the past couple of years. And seven
1: it's, years. Is it seven years? Seven, six years, yes.
0: Yeah, and it gets addictive because once you've got to one generation, you have to go back. Yeah. and Back, and then you discover what some of those people did for a living and yeah. where they lived.
1: And the photos and all that, and all the names, and it's you know where they came from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is it? I mean, what's your idea of like your worst nightmare job?
1: Working at bargain buys what she did. I did, yes. Yeah, so on doing that again.
0: Well, and, this is a bit. what you ask me.
1: Well, what is your dream job?
0: Well, Jay, I'm doing my dream job because I'm a lace wig maker. I might have mentioned it.
1: No, you haven't. That's well, first time hi, I've
0: my name's Will Venus. I'm a lace wig maker and designer and I absolutely love what I do.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Who, like, say if you're in the 70s and 80s and 60s right now, 90s, mm-hmm. which BBC sitcom, or ITV sitcom, or Channel 4 sitcom star...
0: It's not going to be Channel 4, is it? Oh,
1: yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> sitcom star. Who, who, who would you do a wig for?
0: Oh, uh, probably... If, like, if we're talking comedy, I have to do something for Molly Sugden. Oh, of course, I used to that. As Mrs. Slocum. Uh... Uh, this is a bit where I'm stuck because I can't think of who wears wigs in comedies. Um, oh, who Maybe, who else? I
1: don't know. What about Sue super Hmm. Make a nice fancy Peggy shawl wig.
0: A peg, a fancy pe- Peggy Olson. Yeah, like Shaw for going out,
1: like one for going out for dinner dates and stuff and partying.
0: What a special perm as opposed yeah. to an ordinary perm. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Uh, who else? Who else wears wigs in comedies?
1: I can't think, actually. I can't. Not in the. I can't think.
0: If I was asked to make one for nowadays, uh, it'd have to be Lady Gaga, of course. I mean, I know she's got over 5,000 wigs and hair pieces. Can you believe that?
1: Mm, maybe 4,999, but maybe no 5,000. <laughs> but no, it's a lot, though.
0: Yeah, something for her. Um. Yes, I've, I do my dream job, so I thought it, for this next segment it would be a good idea to do a reaction type thing for really shit jobs. So I've got this list here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Well, ones that come to the top of my head are those people that have to go around collecting in the golf balls
1: oh yeah the I thought that's the
0: whole point of playing golf you go to seek the ball isn't it
1: some people are that rich that so they don't care if lose their ball when they, when they play golf it's like a thing
0: okay oh god this I mean I have heard of this one but uh, I'm not sure that you have dog food taster
1: oh I've heard of that I wouldn't fancy that at all
0: no me neither oh uh, okay. no I mean even we've got a dog and even when I opened the tin to give him something to eat it smells like exactly what comes out of him
1: exactly and i don't want that
0: no imagine tasting that
1: oh no 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 no, no way no way no,
0: this next one i would love bed tester
1: ah that would be nice to get a nice comfy mattress but it might not it'll... always be comfy But well, you can test it out and then yeah you can tell them
0: there's a lot of life in me as well yes i've
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, been served i've
0: been served yeah well, iceberg mover Eh? Iceberg Mover.
1: What's that? Where is it? Home in the wee Man?
0: Well, in the name of the Wee Man, I suppose people who move icebergs. Okay. So, I'm not sure where the one was when the Titanic was around. Feng Shui Consultant.
1: Oh, yeah. When you move all your so, stuff. So,
0: yeah, then. come into my house. Tell me where I should pop my sofa just to give me happiness. Oh, yes. <laughs> should my bed be on this wall so I get a good night's sleep? Oh, no, I have heard of this one. I'm not sure that you have. A snake milker. Is that what it says it is? Well, do you know what they're milking? No. Their fangs for the venom.
1: Oh, for antidotes and stuff.
0: I I don't know what you would do with snake venom other than possibly paralyze and kill people.
1: But it's probably for, like, antidotes. Yeah, for the
0: antidotes, yeah. I think they do this thing where you get, get the snake and hold its head or whatever, and they hold it above a beaker and then poke its fangs through some cling film and then you see the venom coming out. Mm. you not seen that?
1: No, I've not seen that.
0: Yeah, but snakes and... I mean, I'm not scared of snakes, but I wouldn't go out of my way to touch one or milk one. No. Yeah. Imagine if you got <laughs> human milkers.
1: Oh, God, imagine <laughs> that. No. Yeah,
0: but not just breasts. Ugh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Too much too much what professional paint dry watcher
1: or that for the queen or the king rather who the king who King Charles just so they can oh yeah him so she can watch his paint dry
0: no it's a there is a professional occupation that actually involves watching paint dry the crux of the position is to paint sheets of cardboard and determine determine how the new paint mixes and the length of time it takes to dry oh God. How boring! Yeah, literally as boring as watching paint dry.
1: How much do one of them get paid for
0: that? Uh, it doesn't actually say here, but I mean, how much can one earn by sitting watching paint dry?
1: Maybe a lot, because you'll have to take off the stamina to sit there. and...
0: No, this next one I actually thought it meant something else, but it says odor sniffer. Oh, okay. No, when I first read that, I thought. Oh god! Can you imagine what that'd be like—going to smell smelly people or sniffing armpits? Oh, what is it? Well, it's not that, thankfully. Good. It's people who put like perfume together, so ah. that they can you know like identify different undertones and overtones oh, so or they can, whatever they're called. So you
1: know, they can make nice perfume scent combinations. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would that'd be a nice job.
0: This would be quite a cool name. A uh, cool name. Cool job, nail polish namer.
1: Oh, so you look at the color and all the different things, you name it based on that. Yeah, I've yeah. well, i that job.
0: Or uh, like this next one. Oh, I mean, I have a hard enough time cleaning out the cat trade, sluice attendant.
1: Oh, you'd be perfect for that job.
0: No, I wouldn't. I've not. No, because I've like my height. I've got a heightened sense of smell. So and that'd be my worst nightmare.
1: Okay, fair enough. We might pay well though.
0: I, it, it, it couldn't pay... Well, it, no, it just couldn't pay me enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's see the next one. No, I don't want Monster. Thank you very much. Would you say Wigmaker's quite a, an unusual job?
1: Never heard, I've never met one besides you, so... It's
0: only one of me, babe. I know, babe. A professional mourner.
1: <laughs> Why would you... That, so you get paid to greet? To help people greet, is it?
0: professional mourner, mourner, whatever. Hiring professional mourners is not rare in various societies. The family will engage with a professional mourner to attend a funeral service when a significant person passes away without any friends. Ah, okay, so they go to make it look like the person's got friends or to show respect because they don't have any family or friends. There. <laughs> How
1: sad is that? It's very sad. It's like paupers' and funerals, eh?
0: Yeah. You can earn between forty to a hundred pounds. For every burial or cremation, I suppose. Now I've never heard of this one before. Professional apologizer.
1: Never heard that either. Uh,
0: a person who apologizes on behalf of others in their place is usually known as a professional apologizer. They continually offer their condolences to a hurting individual until their objective is achieved. So, basically, it's like a... mediator. No, more like a groveler.
1: Mm, true, yeah. A diplomatic groveler.
0: Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of this one. Oh, what's And right? you might like it. A professional snuggler. Oh, that sounds So you get nice. paid to hug people. That'd be nice. So, people who have serious trauma or previous trauma or who are lonely, depressed, ill, or have medical needs and they can find solace from professional cuddlers. Oh!
1: that. That is nice, actually.
0: Cuddlers can earn between fifteen and thirty pounds an hour. Is that it?
1: not a lot, but still something?
0: <laughs> what the hell, professional line stander? Eh? A skilled line stander will do precisely what the term of the position implies: wait in line for others. Oh, okay. All right. Hangover helper, party cleaners. Yeah, we know what that is. Yep. What?
1: Well, tell me. Paper
0: towel sniffer. sniffer. Why? The paper towel sniff sniff. Uh, the paper towel that's hard to say. Pr- paper
1: paper towel sniffer. Paper
0: towel sniffer. Is a new kind of hero who will make sure that your paper towel smells devoid of any offensive odor. And they make approximately thirty-nine thousand pounds per annum. Actually, I'm in the wrong job.
1: Why don't Why don't you?
0: I should be a paper towel sniffer. Sn- I can't say that. Paper towel sniffer.
1: Yeah, sniffer.
0: Sniffer. Uh, furniture tester. Yeah, have heard of that. Rental boyfriend. Heard of that one?
1: Uh, like an escort.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought it would be, but dog food tester, I've got that one. What? Oh. What's well, this? Gross stunt tester. What's that?
1: I've no idea. Oh.
0: Hmm? Okay, these are the people that try out all the disgusting things that they eat on a Celebrity to make sure it's alright. So, like, kangaroo, innocent, and testically. And no. No, no, no. Fortune Cookie Writer. Yeah, we need more of those because they're all the same. Exactly. Teddy Bear Surgeon. I've heard of that one.
1: Oh, that would be nice. No, like the
0: teddy bear in doll hospitals.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the one in Leith. Is there one in Leith? I think there is, yeah. Near the Charlotte... She's in Charlotte Street, I think.
0: Dog Surfing Instructor.
1: Do you to see that, Barney?
0: Bicycle Fisher.
1: Eh? Hey? Oh, that one that takes bicycles out of rivers and lakes. And yeah,
0: lots. so there's one that is... The world's... Um, in Amsterdam, yeah, so there's someone that fishes the bicycles out of... I
1: suppose they've got a lot of rivers. What's the
0: canal they're called? There's many. Well, the one that goes past Anne Frank's old house.
1: I don't know the name. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't even...
0: Oh, the one... Is that the one that she hid in?
1: I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, you know the one in the... Was it? I didn't, did she hide behind a bookshelf or something?
1: Yeah, she did, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh... Now I've heard of this one. Uh, now for delicate yours, shut them for the next ten seconds. Adult toy tester.
1: Ooh, that would be nice.
0: Hmm. Professional mermaid or merman or merpeople.
1: Mer person. Really?
0: Yeah. Mm. Soap boiler. What is a soap boiler? In this job, fat is converted into neat soap, which is utilized to make bars and powders. Boilers for soap can earn. 15 quid an hour, is that it?
1: Yeah, that's not a lot, is it?
0: Dice quality inspector.
1: Eh? Is that like.
0: So, like, yeah, this dice is very high quality.
1: Oh, okay, not as in dice vegetables.
0: No. Human scarecrow?
1: Do people do that? They must do, yeah. That's quite a good job, actually, I suppose. But,
0: but wouldn't th- that be a bit offensive <laughs> if you called a scarecrow? Yeah, just stand in a field to scare away the crows.
1: Yeah, but bit itchy as well, I think.
0: Oh, this is a bit pathetic. What one? Tell me. Fake wedding guest.
1: Aye, but a bit, a bit um, needy.
0: Also a bit sad as well, because it, it says that you've got no friends.
1: True, unless you want it to Or be... hardly
0: any friends. I mean, we've hardly any friends, but we like it that way, because we barely have enough energy to keep up with our own lives and never mind other people's.
1: Exactly. And I think there's social so centres they want a fake friend to go to a wedding.
0: Train pushers. Do
1: you fancy that job?
0: What do you think it means?
1: Well, I assume assuming pushing trains are broken down, but I can't think you can No,
0: that. it doesn't actually. That's what I thought. It means, well, it's certainly in Japan, someone pushes people onto the train so that they can cram in as many people as possible. Huh? I don't think that'll be happening these days with all the stuff that's going around in the air, but yeah.
1: Wow, that's too much. Maybe in London, with the tubes.
0: Oh, wait till, wait till you hear this one.
1: Oh. <laughs> what? Well, tell me. Tell me. <laughs>
0: Scuba diving pizza delivery man. Or woman. Or human.
1: Hmm.
0: So you have to be... Go underwater. There's these underwater hotels and people have to deliver pizzas underwater.
1: Okay. I'm not sure
0: how that works. Wouldn't the pizza go soggy?
1: Unless they've got a wee waterproof capsule to put the pizza in.
0: No, I'm not mispronouncing this. Hippotherapist. Not hypnotherapist. Hippotherapist.
1: I take it... Is a therapist who helps hippos in distress?
0: No, it doesn't. It means treatment with the aid of horse. The aid of horse? What? what? So you use horse's movement and therapeutic qualities to assist human patients in overcoming speech, physical or mental health issues. So, yeah, horse's as your therapy. I've heard of that. Oh, that's quite good, I didn't know it was called hippotherapist.
1: Shouldn't it be horse therapist or equinotherapist or something
0: like that? Yeah, that's what I thought. No. No, I couldn't do this one. What? No, I can't stand the stuff. What is it? Tell me. Oh, even looking at the stuff. Marmite Taster.
1: Oh, no. No, 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 no. No.
0: No. I mean, I, I like malt, but have you have you ever tried Marmite?
1: Nope. Don't want to. So how do
0: you know you don't like it?
1: I just I think I wouldn't. Why? In the name of all sanity, I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've tried it and it's disgusting. I can imagine. I mean, it's meant to be very good for you, but but it's not good for my taste buds.
1: No, no, no. Or my
0: soul. Or my whole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> or I quite like to do this one if there was half-decent stuff on it. Yeah. Full-time Netflix viewer.
1: Yeah, I could sit watching Netflix program if they were good.
0: Yeah, but a lot, I mean, a, when you think of Netflix, it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot of... I mean, we like to watch... Things that are relatable in Netflix—it's more fantasy stuff, isn't it?
1: Well, Heartstopper that's relatable.
0: What's Heartstopper?
1: That's the one about the two Nick and Charlie who are come boyfriends in school and navigate being boyfriends.
0: All right. Yeah. Is this a young person's thing?
1: Yeah. It's a it used to be a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel made into a, adapted to, for TV.
0: That's the young people's things, it's not my cup of tea. What
1: about Grace and Frankie?
0: That's not a young person's thing.
1: No, no, but I'm saying that that's something else we watch as well, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's very few things that we could watch in it that yeah. we actually like on Netflix. Well, I watch
1: The Crown, but...
0: Unless Netflix wants to sponsor us, then we'll just tell them that we love everything that they do. I love Trixie and Katia when they do their Netflix series I like to watch. Oh, yes. You have you seen that on YouTube? No. You should, they're very funny.
1: Oh, okay. It's happening...
0: No, that's Juno Birch, dear.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yes! yes. Gorgeous.
0: So speaking of jobs, it might have come to your attention that we are autistic. So before we go, I thought I would ask you, Jay, is there any advice that you would like to give people who are autistic or have any other neurodiversities for the world of jobs, the employment, what would you what bits of advice would you give?
1: fight for it because if you because there's some people I mean,
0: who, I mean what would you say for autistic people or other neurodiverse you know, people looking for employment what, how would you say what kind of jobs should they be looking for or what's going to benefit them and what's going to benefit the employer
1: But not it's not much heavy lifting so like more talking to customer wise like maybe like a toy shop or a clothes shop where you don't have to like unpack deliveries you're just like you're mostly just fixing clothes, or you're chatting to customers more, and it's part of your job because it's less stress on you, and you're more le- less likely to get tired as much.
0: Well, I would say I would get more tired of having to speak to people.
1: Yeah, but if you enjoy it, that thing, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That way, and especially don't get a job working in supermarkets if you can help it or tills, because you're gonna get too stressed out with so many customers, like <laughs> you
0: know
1: that, and yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get panicky, and it's not nice.
0: I mean, I would say to people who are autistic if you have a special interest find a job that involves that special interest because you'll never get fed up with your job my special interest is wigs so that's why i'm a wig maker so i never really complain unless i've got too much work on but yeah i never complain i love what i do i absolutely love it and for employers i think with Autism and other neurodiversity, so there's a lot of misinformation. So, if you're employing someone that's autistic, ADHD, whatever else, just ask them what they need,
1: yeah, and don't say that. And, like, and
0: also, every neurodiverse person's different.
1: And don't say what happened to me, like, oh, we don't have to handle people like you, and it's like, you're not handling them or dealing with them, you're helping them. It's like,
0: yeah, it's, it makes it sound that you're talking about a child or, or a an object or, or a s- someone in cornflake prison. or something,
1: yeah, or someone who's getting in trouble with the law. no, it's.
0: Yeah, because sometimes when people hear the word autism, they think, oh, God, I'm f- childlike. Oh, they're going to be stupid. They won't understand what they're I'm gonna, saying. They're going to flap and spin They're going to the be circle. stupid. No. Not everyone's like that, of course, but uh, it's when you... I mean, we've encountered that kind of thing, haven't we? Yeah. And know, a lot... I mean, most autistic people were quite intelligent.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, you
0: know... I mean, have you had anything happen to you within your employment that's... Mm-hmm
1: mother care they didn't i was told them
0: oh yeah when you worked for the now defunct mother yeah
1: care. i told them in the interview oh my forget i had that and they never told anyone and they're like and it's like oh how can we deal with people like you and it's like
0: deal with people like me well for a start i'm here i'm a person i'm not a, a yeah. statistic or and they a kept saying like oh you need or to or a to... curtain or a cornflake or something yeah, and
1: they kept saying like you know like face up the clothes and all that it takes like five minutes for each of it maybe for you but not for me
0: yeah, there's a process. Your brain works differently to mine's. And
1: in fact, you don't train me properly. You have me trained, then you've been back until, and, and I forget what I'm doing because you don't get time to do it. Then you complain I can't do it. So it's like, you know, what's the whole, you know, it's an revolving circle.
0: Yeah. And, not... s- and sometimes people are like, well, can't you just do that? Anyone can do that.
1: Yeah, they don't understand it. Yeah, yeah pra-
0: you might be able to do it, but I can't. Can you explain like- the process, please? It's, it's like dyspraxia. You can and ask- then you ask, what? they need and they're like why are you asking that
1: i know and it's like with a So you could be good at something they may not should be good at but but what you could should be good at you're not good at because it's just mm. yeah so it's difficult
0: so yeah the rule for employers is just listen observe ask what they need and just be fucking patient
1: and do training as well get training for staff members as well so the other people know how to deal like how to help because obviously they need to know as well, so you can, you know.
0: And also, please remember that a lot of autistic people have very good long-term memory, so if you've said something or done something to piss them off, they're going to remember it for months and years to come. And they could use it against you. Yeah, you won't know it. But Although... It, it will <laughs> you happen. Will, you will know about it soon enough. But Just watch. When you least expect it. Yeah. So, <laughs> any more words of encouragement? For employment and jobs and things.
1: Do what you love. Do what you're assessed about. Like. Do what you like, love.
0: Do what you're adept at. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you what, smile.
1: Yeah. Don't do not do something academic if you're more vocational because people expect you to be academic.
0: Oh, yeah. Do what you want to do. Yeah, not just like, what the world expects from yeah, you. Yeah, like
1: if you want to be... If you want to learn a kazoo and become a, um, a kazoo artist or learn the, the symbols or, you know... Become a pastry chef, or something. Just do it.
0: Yeah, or if you want to be a wig maker like me, go and do it.
1: Yeah, or um, or go on YouTube and.
0: And also, if you do an uh an unusual job, please, please get in touch at Life at Your Own Will on Instagram. We would love to know because these kind of things fascinate us, don't they? Ah,
1: yeah, they certainly do.
0: So that is episode eighteen of Life at Your Own Will podcast. So if this is your first video. time listening we've got lots of other episodes and bonus episodes for you to listen to if you've enjoyed please do leave us a five star review either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts cause it really helps us to grow the pod we would love to grow our community we would love to reach as many people as possible and yeah whatever you're doing with your brand new week ahead yeah just do it with love love yourself love everyone else and just love
1: yes yeah, so well uh, we'll see you next On, week and have a spangle
0: you can't have spangles anymore
1: what about apple fruits
0: yeah but they're called starburst now
1: oh I don't mind what about a big six bar from Cadbury's no okay fair enough
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week take care bye bye